Welcome to Braided, helping you balance tradition in an untraditional world. This is a show where we gather and talk about all things faith, family, and business. I'm so glad you joined us. changing out fall and Christmas and we're actually we put a lot of the stuff in here in my office and we're rearranging my office right now um we put a lot of just through the boxes in here because now we're looking for the clear Tupperware because <laughs> my my husband was like I can't take this anymore because it's so hard to see I have so many different decorations he's like I I, I can't figure out what's what. And I, I have them marked and tagged, but it'll just be easier with with clear boxes. So I'm sure most of y'all can feel me. Um, I hope y'all are having a wonderful, wonderful, what is it, Thursday already? Oh my gosh, this week's gone by so fast. Let me, okay, good. My audio is working. Yeah, today's been fast and furious. Yesterday was fast and furious, I'm sure. Um, if y'all noticed, y'all may have not noticed, but I didn't come live yesterday. Um, it was just, it was a hectic day. Um, and so today's a little bit hectic, but I wanted to make sure I did at least pop on. I didn't want to miss two days in a row. So we're um, doing day eight today. And I have my mic up a little bit away from me. So I think y'all can still hear me. Let me see if I can bring it in closer without missing anything. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm just going to pop on in and just dive in and do this. Okay, day eight, the gift of presence and listening. Today's reading, Luke 8. Other passages to ponder. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Then he added, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will, will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Mark 4, 23 through 25. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. Psalm 169. If you aren't willing to listen to everything God has to say, you eventually won't hear anything he has to say. If you want to hear his comforting voice, you have to listen to his convicting voice. And it's often what we want to hear that hear the least that we need to hear the most. 
Trust me, though you want to hear what he has to say, Mark Batterson. Ooh, I love me some Mark Batterson. That was a great quote. Consider the number of times throughout the Gospels that Jesus said one thing and the disciples heard another. How many times did Jesus say, Jesus need to say, I've been with you all this time and still you don't know. Have I not told you? Jesus never minced words and never wasted words. His prophetic presence changed the atmosphere and continues to change the world, even though scores of people missed him then and miss him now. Jesus knew that many of his insights would become clear to the first century disciples in hindsight. Still, he paused for a moment to teach the followers about the power of receptivity. He used the parable of the soils to explain the condition of our hearts and lives. He supplies potent, powerful seed able to produce 100 times what planted. It's up to us to offer available, pure, receptive hearts. We're called to cultivate an atmosphere of growth in our lives so they'll explode with an abundance of fruit and life and power. Let's look at the four soils and what we can learn from them today. One day, Jesus told a story in the form of a parable to a large crowd that had gathered from many towns to hear him. A farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on a footpath where it was stepped on and the birds ate it. Other seed fell among rocks. It began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up with it and choked out the tender plants. Still, other seed fell on fertile soil. This seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as had been planted. When he had said this, he called out, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. The first three soils represent hearts that are not guarded, not grounded, and not given to the things of God. What we repeatedly sow into our hearts all year long spills out of our lives when the stresses of the holidays push us around. Let's consider these soils in light of the Christmas holiday. What might it look like for the unguarded heart when Jesus comes on the scene? Not guarded. Picture Jesus in all his glory, strength, and wisdom. Imagine his gentle yet firm and confident demeanor. He stands in the woman's kitchen and whispers truth to her soul, to her soul. But she's filled her heart with so much angst towards others that she can't hear a thing. She constantly rehashes her hurts and stirs herself right into a self-justified tizzy. God whispers to her heart, invites her to rehearse his promises instead. She senses a small opening to think differently, to believe the best, and to consider forgiveness as an option. But just as quickly, she brushes away the idea. She goes about her stressed holiday, hoping by some random chance things will be different this year. Not grounded. Next, Jesus visits an eager soul who is always into the next new thing. She agrees to go to church with her neighbor and absolutely loves the worship and the message. She thinks to herself, I'm going to start attending church. This is great, but as soon as she gets home, her attention deficit kicks in and she's off to the next Christmas cocktail party on her calendar. She forgets all about her worship experience and goes happily along her way. She has heart, but no depth. Not given to the things of God. Jesus heads next to the home of a wealthy woman of high status in the community. 
She continues to live beyond her means, both financially and physically, which constantly keeps her stretched to her limits. Jesus sits with her as she sits through Bible study. She's grateful she made time for it, given all she has to do to get ready for all her Christmas gatherings. She checks her watch, makes a few notes on her phone, and then hears the last part of the instructor's sentence. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. We need him every moment of every hour. So true, she thinks to herself. Then it's time to go. Before she knows it, Christmas time has come and gone. Months have passed, and she can't remember the last time she cracked open her Bible. From the outside looking in, people think she's got it all, but she's built her house and her life on sinking sand. Guarded, grounded, and given fully to God. Jesus has one more stop to make. He smiles as he makes his way up the walkway of a simple home surrounded by snow-covered pines. A woman opens the door and invites him in. Together, they sit by the light of the Christmas tree and talk about her children, her grandchildren, and her recent answers to prayer. Jesus marvels at her faith. She's overwhelmed by his love. Jesus leans in and gets serious for a moment. He encourages her to reach out to a neighbor who has seemed especially quiet these days. She needs some hope and encouragement. In fact, she's home today and could use a visit. Jesus also brings to mind a passage of scripture that will come in handy in the days ahead. She's not sure what's up ahead, but she trusts him and holds his words close to her heart. She speaks to us through his word, through the inner nudges of the Holy Spirit, through others, and through everyday circumstances that the untrained ear might miss. God himself tells us people, this is my son, listen to him. How much more of a charge do we need? Think about it. Those who cultivate a listening life and respond to what Jesus says, their lives will abound in fruit. They'll walk in power and they'll continually enjoy fellowship with God. Scripture promises to the one who listens that they'll receive even more revelation. Whatever they know now is just a taste of the wisdom and insight to come. But for those who squander God's instruction, who dismiss his precious voice in their ear, even the little wisdom and insight they have will dissipate. So sad. What's more important than what God has to say? There's nothing like God's presence. There's no substitute for his power. He's working in your life even right now. What if you were more present with God and with others this holiday season? What might God show you? I'm going to answer that for you real quick before we go into prepare him room. Um, So this season, I decided I really wanted to do what she's talking about. I really want it to be present in our Advent prayers. When my husband and I do Advent, I want it to be more present in time with him, time with family and friends, Christmas events that we've been doing. Um, and granted, there there have been a few days here that I've been sick, um, not you know just not feeling well, but it's and that's okay. Um, I, I actually welcome that, but um, but aside from that, um, God has really been the most present in my life since I've intentionally decided to do that. Since I intentionally decided I want to set down social media, 
I want to set down even, um, I don't know if I shared this, but reality TV, you guys, I, I love me some real housewives. I just do that. It's my guilty pleasure when it comes to TV. Um, and so I, I can tend to watch, um, reality TV. And since I've put all of that down, you guys, I have sensed so much more peace in my spirit. Like I, I know that when we consume things that are not godly, like I know that it can harm us, that it can, um, you know, just, it can just plant seeds of different, you know, different things, depending on what you're watching or listening to. <clears throat> and so I, um, I knew that I needed to set it down and just focus on God, focus on the goodness of God. And instead of watching TV while I work, I'm listening to classical music or praise and worship music or Christmas music, um, or I'm listening to a podcast. And so I'm filling my spirit with the things of God. I'm, I'm filling my spirit with peace in um, things that aren't like aggravating my spirit. Because let's face it, a lot of those reality shows, they're fighting, they're gossiping, you know, they're doing all these things that we should stay away from. And so I want to just remind y'all that when we clear the space for God, he really comes in and shows out and he's been doing that. So I wanted to answer that question. Um, what if you were present with God and with others this holiday season? And the what if is phenomenal, y'all. It's peace. It's joy. It's love. It's um, it's amazement. It's finding awe in the everyday things in your life that sometimes we look past because we're so um, we're we, we're so just like overwhelmed with all kinds of other things going on. And so I would really like to encourage y'all. It's not too late to jump on this bandwagon. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if bandwagon is the right word, but it's not too late to jump on this, this challenge. There you go. On this challenge of getting off social media, um, focusing on the things of God, <clears throat> not listening to certain things or, or consuming certain TV shows and certain music and things like that. I mean, even our movie selection right now, uh, bless Darren's heart, because, you know, if we, he's going to sit and watch a movie or TV with me, we're having to be very intentional with what we're watching. And so um, it's been really, 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 really amazing. Um, so yeah, I would love to encourage you guys um, to do it. It's not too late. It, you know, it's, it's, perfect timing, the season. Why wouldn't you want to do it? Um, so let's just continue on. Prepare him room. King Jesus, I want to hear what you have to say. Open my ears that I may more clearly hear you. Open my eyes that I may see your handiwork all around me. Forgive me for my constant one-sided approach to life. I go, I do, I speak, and then I fall exhausted into bed every day. I want to pause and be present in the moment, for that is where your grace is. I want to listen, really listen to what others have to say, and even more importantly, to what you have to say. Help me to live responsively to your movement in my life. I want to grow in my capacity to hear from you. 
And I know that only comes with time and attention. So I'm listening, Lord. What do you want to say to me? Look up. Fast today from the shallow busyness that drains the soul. Slow your pace and turn your face to the one whom this whole season is for. Put on some worship music, sit with your Bible, and journal in your lap and listen. What is God saying to you? Write it down. Also, ask him to show you who to pursue for the sole purpose of listening to them. You'll bless him and greatly by your presence. You'll bless him greatly by your presence and your listening ear. And I wanted to add something else. Um, When you kind of drown out the noise of, you know, all these other things that try to get our attention, when you drown out that noise, you do start to recognize Uh, more the voice of the Holy Spirit and things that he's asking you to do. If he's asking you to help somebody, if he's asking you to send somebody a meal, if he's asking you to call somebody to go visit, you know, the neighbor, like one of the stories she was talking about. And so it's such a beautiful time. You guys, I don't know if I'm going (coughs) to ever want to get back on social media or start watching my trash TV again, because it's it's been so pleasant and and that's that was actually my hope is that I would do this and realize that I want I don't want this to be just a season for, for the holidays I want it to be I want it to be my lifestyle so you know we'll see what happens I do work in social media I do see the power and I know that social media can can help grow um you know, whether it's an organization, a business or a ministry or, you know, whatever, like I know that there's power in social media when it comes to business. But then I also know that there is beauty in social media um, with staying connected with people. But I will say it has pushed me to call more people, to talk to them um, and, you know, to reach out more instead of just like, oh, let me go look at their social media and make sure they're okay. I'm, I'm guilty of that. If the Lord has put somebody on my heart before and I was busy, I, I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. I, I'm not doing it now because I'm not on there. But I've done it before. I've said, well, let me go check their social media and make sure they're okay. And that's not what the Lord wants for us. The Lord wants us to connect and have community and contact with one another. Um, So I love y'all. I hope this blesses y'all and I hope y'all have a wonderful Thursday and hopefully I will see y'all tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please visit us at www.braided.faith and find us on all social media platforms under Crystal Addis or Braided Faith. We look forward to connecting with you.